Hello and welcome to a special episode of The Manic Podcast. With me, your host, Liam, and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, we have the ever-suited, ever-booted, Tobias. Hello, you lovely people, you. How you doing, mate? I'm alright, how are you, Mr. Manic? I'm good. Now, I realise I just said suited and booted. Obviously, people can't see that. <laughs> no, because this is audible only. It is, but the thing is, I'm not used to you being suited and booted. I'm not normally wearing a suit, but I'm doing a thing on TikTok, which requires me to be in a suit, and I keep going back to it. Uh, you don't know this yet, because you, you are used to the fact that on TikTok, I'm currently taking over the world. You are doing a world domination. Well, I've, I've twisted it today. Uh, the general, I mean, the general who I normally play, yeah. the good guy, has been knocked unconscious, and now I'm the senator. Do you know and what? There's an I evil had, strain I had it. guessed you'd gone evil, because I saw you with an eye patch. I was wearing an eye patch. the moment yeah. someone puts an eye patch on, that is like TV speak for now I'm evil, pretty yes. much. It, well, I've rule. already got the beard. I can't suddenly grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. Now, Tobias, today we are not alone. Oh. Oh. Joining us this week, you might recognise him as Coronation Street's Baz, or maybe from Michael McIntyre's Big Show, but we simply know him as Wishy Washy, Buttons, and an all-round funny dude. It's Neil Hurst. Woo! Hi, Neil. Woo! Hi, mate. Hello, hello, both of you. Hello, um, Neil. Oh, it's lovely. Thank you for having me um, on Thank this lovely God. Saturday evening. Are we allowed to say it's Saturday that we're filming, uh, recording yeah. this? Yeah, All right. that, we're quite honest about it. I'm very aware that there is definitely a delay between recording and going out. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So when you're listening to this in uh, April Probably. 2022, so uh, we're in the middle of COVID. Yeah, it about right. five weeks away. So COVID <laughs> will still be happening. It will still be a thing. We'll still be using Zoom and Skype all the time. Yeah, oh. we might be. Who knows? We might be in a circuit breaker lockdown. Who, who <laughs> actually knows if that's going to be a thing or I not? Mean, there was a time where we did podcasts face to face, but that is a day gone by. Although we a have dangerous thing, dangerous. We, you see, I said spit comes across. We, we went for a Nando's recently. We I did said this before. We've been closer in Nando's because they sat us right next to each other. We did. We we were closer in Nando's, and we should have done a podcast in nando's <laughs> to see a chicken it's definitely a usp isn't it doing yeah. a podcast i i get i guarantee you there already is one there, oh. there's definitely already a podcast a peri -peri in a podcast a peri -peri, it's got a name it already yeah, it sounds right. perfect and if it's not out there let's copyright that <laughs> <laughs> now we've invited neil in today to do what we like to call the manic high five which is basically where we get to know neil and the things he likes his favourite of all the genres, as it were. Yeah. Would you consider yourself somewhat of a... I don't know, what's the word? I said, we say geek, but I actually don't think it's accurate for this episode. You are a geek. You like all the Marvel stuff and things like that. I am not a geek. Why would you think <laughs> I am a geek? Hang on, let me just... I'll just get this magnet off my board here just to show you how much a geek I am. I can't get it off now. It doesn't exist. It does. <laughs> does. I bought this the other day. Hang on. <laughs> it's actually drilled I to the wall. Show you this is what I bought the other day. Hey, Star Trek. That's my Star, Star Trek, Trek. and it and works actually, on a magnet, so I can wear it. Um, you, know, you know he's into Star Trek because he recognised Worf immediately. Yeah. Well, yes, it, it's either that or, uh, <laughs> or uh, I question some of the girls you've been dating. <laughs> <laughs> I say, so, yeah, no, I, 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 I have to be honest. I'm, I'm a bit of a geek. Yeah, um, that's fine. Star Trek was. Marvel films. Um, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm to be honest, I'm, I'm surprised I'm married. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, one of us has to be. One of us has to be married. Well, <laughs> That's yeah. the Otherwise, we become cliches. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, geeks. Me and Tobias play Dungeons and Dragons. We can't fill all the boxes of geek. It's not okay. <laughs> now, fair, Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I don't it's new. Know that. New for us as well. It's yeah. only this year. Yeah, we're trying to jump into it, haven't we? It's quite fun. It well, the thing fun. is, we, we realised there was an element of geek we hadn't fulfilled. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I mean, if we could live in the basement of our mother's house, that would be the final box ticked. Thing is, right, and now I see, I don't know how clear this is, but when I'm on TikTok live, people think I'm in a basement. Yeah, but that's because you've got a big old set of stairs behind you, and they don't look like living room stairs. I was going to say, don't normal houses have stairs? I... Do you know what? Your stair- those stairs. Do you remember that 70s show? You, yeah. It looks a bit like the stairs in that. I understand. I do understand. <laughs> what, so, so you mean it's a, a film set and it goes nowhere at the top? Yeah. To me, yeah, it, pretty looks much like <laughs> it looks like you're in the geek section of Madame Tussauds. Um, yeah. Because, um, you know, you've got Amy Pond there and you've got uh, Worf behind you. Is there you anybody can't... else in your room? Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking like this, because obviously your listeners nope. can't see into your room. It's all right, but we do discuss. We do you discuss. Do I've got Tuvok, I've got Thor. In fact, I don't know if you can... I don't know what I can show you. For listeners, twice is rotating the camera to show you. Which is absolutely no good. But also, I mean, all all the DVDs. I mean, I think generally. I'm a big fan of DVDs. On his Facebook, he's always showing today's DVDs. I am doing that. They'll be themed, won't they? Today, I'm only watching green DVDs. Well, (laughs) I'd say what? With the word turtle in them. (laughs) <laughs> no, I tell you what, the amount of flack I got for my choice of vampire films. <laughs> Honestly, I got so which vampire vampire t- did you go for? Uh Interview with a Vampire. Good classic, classic. yes. Uh Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, again, another classic. Yeah. Um what did I Did I you I... add lesbian vampire killers into that? No, I didn't. Because you've had classics, oh, you need to go to the other end of the scale. Uh The Lost Boys. <laughs> I watched The Lost Boys. Another oh, can I, I I've not seen that. I ought to. That's that's that should. Yes, I know. I know. I've not seen oh. it. It's a cult classic. Uh, yeah. Near Dark. Have you heard of Near Dark? <laughs> no. No. Um, Daybreakers. I watched that one. The thing you have to remember as well is all those films were in one day. Yes. That's a single day's viewing. We've been in lockdown. That's true. And there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair, to be honest. I mean, the very first movie day I had of lockdown. I watched seven Marvel films in one day. Wow, that's impressive. That was the three Captain America films and the four Avenger films. Oh, and they're long. All in one day. So... Wow. That's a commitment. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I don't think I could do that. I don't yeah. think that, that's a bit too much for me. I, I want to watch Captain America Saga. It was a good day. I'm telling I, you. It was a good I'd like, day. I want to watch Infinity War and Endgame back to back to get like a full experience at some point. But I don't think I could do more than that in one sitting. Well, I no, did. I could, I'm, I'm hardcore. Not with like a, without like an IV drip or something. But in all fairness, to me, because you both have children, yeah, you both have family lives that would perhaps get in the way of you just sitting down for that yeah. many hours. Yeah, young yeah, kids aren't a family. Mine are the teenagers. They're not bothered about me. <laughs> That's true. Mine are still in that that phase where they pretend they like me still. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> it will pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, last year I, I set myself a challenge. I like these people who do like little challenges, and I set myself a challenge to watch a movie a day, every day for the year. And I did it. I did it, oh, and right. I sat. I sat through some right rubbish. Yeah. Honestly, I thought I'll really be cultural. I, you know, I won't just choose big blockbusters. I'll choose like little art house films as well. Oh wow! Tell you what, 
There's so many, so many Ukrainian documentaries about bread making you can watch. Bells, bells. Never mind. I'm, saying, I'm a bit like that with this October because I'm trying to watch at least one horror-esque film every day. And if I can't, I'm watching two to make up for it like the following days. And I've watched an array. I've watched some modern ones, some old ones. I just watched the original uh, Wishmaster. Um, but yeah, there's a real mix of actual quality in there as well. I like some of the old, the old, well, I say old, from when I was a kid, you know, like um, the Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Child's Play and all yeah. them right naff and you look and you think that's obviously plasticine Why are we <laughs> yeah. that? but it's of yeah. the time isn't it it was good at the time and that's what your yeah. brain sticks to i i had that with um wishmaster because that's where's craven yeah and the, the effects have not aged well even though that was only the 90s i mean yeah but the thing is you say only the 90s for us that was like that was still in our past but for a load of our listeners that was they weren't born yet <laughs> Why do you have to go and do that, Tobias? That's depressing. I have it all the time. I so many people come into my TikTok lives and want to know how old I am, and I'm just like, this is not going to end it's well. A slippery slope. So I, I didn't know this, Tobias. So you a TikTok king as well? No. Okay. Or does Liam, this need to, hang on? I'll get no. comfy. No, <laughs> Liam is the TikTok king. He's got. I, 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 I was aware of Liam's seventy-eight point uh, two thousand followers at the moment. Yeah, I've. Fame, that's famous. That is. I've got less than 3,000. I'm just about to hit 3,000. But still nearly 3,000, though. Yeah, and I do a what lot do more TikTok. What do you do on it? Uh, well, I do. I've done dance routines, uh, lip sync videos, um, but video replies to everyone. That was... that Video was replies was like the big turning point, really, for you. It was. It? I got a lot of followers from that because not every content creator has the time in their life to video reply yeah. to everyone but your uh, big thing is this world domination series you're doing i have yes it has That's but it's, really it's dragged on i've been doing it since july so i need now. to i need to i need to I, i'm not going to make any content don't worry about that oh but no no to, you will you will no i won't i won't i don't that, have time no. Neil, that's the curse now you, you download tiktok you say i'm just gonna watch some videos normally it's to mock them then you go actually this isn't too bad then you go i'll make one video oh it got a like i'll make another video well, 400 videos later see. it's that social dilemma thing you know, have you seen that netflix documentary it's getting that like it's getting yes. that thumbs up it's the um it's what we crave nowadays isn't it that oh, it, affirmation it, it and that really pat is. on the back what always happens, the very first video on TikTok you put out will instantly get about 400 views because it, it pushes it out because you're new. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, people love me. <laughs> Obviously, I'll do more. <laughs> and then the next one will get two. <laughs> and they're like, no, where's all my likes? Where's it gone? And you push it more out. I only downloaded it because Liam was on it. I downloaded right. it in like... It's my, it's my fault. It is because <laughs> I downloaded it in December. And then I was, it, it was just in January, and I was just scrolling through going, oh, well, you're quite attractive, and you're quite attractive. Oh, and you're dancing. I could do that an easy dance. I could do that. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was like, and then it just it spiraled. It spiraled. And I've done way more videos than Liam does, but he does better quality. That's the thing. Everyone well, actually likes is it. Quality, not quantity. Who knows? Who knows? But... Um... I mean, I, I mean, I knew Liam was on it because I've seen it on his Facebook and stuff. Yeah. But um, I need to, uh, I, I need to go searching for you now. I don't advertise myself that much outside of TikTok, just because I do still have a bit of a cringe element. Because some of the things, <laughs> if you scroll back and you go, 
oh, I did that, and I'm a grown man. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like, I don't understand. As much as we do tend to talk about it, this isn't a TikTok podcast, but we do genuinely talk about it quite a lot. We do, on the podcast, yeah. TikTok podcast. <laughs> so, as I said, we're going to ask you basically what your favourite thing is from a, certain, a whole group of genres. And well, we... I really like it when my wife puts it... Oh, oh sorry, sorry. I, sorry, sorry. <laughs> now, we thought we would start with... The topic that we think you might be able to talk about the most. Something that's the closest to home, as it were. Okay. So the topic we're going to ask you first is, what is your all-time favourite theatre show? Now, that could be play, musical, anything theatre-based. Well, well, when, you, um, when you're talking about theatre, that's, that's, that's what I do for a job. Or did before COVID <laughs> came. But now uh-huh. you've got to retrain. <laughs> yes, oh. apparently I've got to be like Fatima. Yeah, um, your retrain. next job might be cyber, but considering we couldn't hear Liam for about five minutes just then, yeah, <laughs> cyber's going well. Cyber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, well, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I think I think theatre is so subjective, isn't it? I mean, I've seen some things which just absolutely blow my mind, and uh, and think that that people think, oh, this is dreadful. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. But for me. Because I've been involved in so many different theatre productions over the years, from pantomimes to musicals to plays to Shakespeare to, oh, you name it, variety shows, the works, all of them kind of hold a little special place in my heart. Oh. Um, what One musical I did years ago was uh, called Fat Friends, and it was uh, we toured the UK with that, and we had... Um, uh, Jodie Prenger, you know, won, uh, she won I'd Do Anything. Um, and she played the lead in that. And it was, uh, we also had Kevin Kennedy, who played Curly in Coronation Street. Yes. Sam Bailey, who won X Factor. And, and I'm, a, uh, I'm a massive X Factor fan. And I voted for Sam Bailey every single week. And I was just seeing your Instagram of you just hanging out with Sam Bailey all the time going, I'm so jealous. I love Sam Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's cool. You yeah. barely do this. You can get Bailey on for this. She's a lovely lady. Um, We're um, going to get Bailey. <laughs> she's the doorway. She's the doorway. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was great. We had um, the um, we had Freddie Flintoff with us as well. Freddie Flintoff was the uh, was uh, one of the guys in the show as well with us, uh, making his musical theatre debut. He's the finest musical theatre actor who's ever won the Ashes. He was. <laughs> No, honestly, I love, love Freddie. He was great, and he, he really was really good in it. And uh, so, so that really holds a special place in my heart because it was a musical that I was involved with, from, you know, from quite near the beginning of the process. And uh, you know, I was there, and th- there are lines in the script now that I kind of came up with and went, "Oh, well, instead of saying that, let's say this." And uh, you know, that'll always be there. You know, whenever that musical's performed from that from this point onwards, you know, the input that, uh, that I had and the rest of the cast at that sort of preliminary stage you know you know we'll we'll be still there so yeah fat friends was a, a big big one for me and uh but then there are moments as well when you go to watch a, a show and um i was really lucky before lockdown to see um back to the future the musical oh, yeah in in uh, manchester at the apollo theater uh, not the apollo um oh ping sorry that's me pinging yeah and just before lockdown i was really lucky to see back to the future at uh the palace theater or was it no it might have been the opera house I can never remember. <laughs> now my phone's pinging as well. <laughs> Sorry about this. Let me just mute my phone. Uh, so yeah, and one of the other things that I, you know I love to do is, is experience theatre, you know, as well. And and uh, before lockdown happened, 
um, many, 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 many weeks ago now. Man. I was really lucky to see some of the early previews of um, Back to the Future, the musical at um, at the, I think it was at the Opera House in Manchester. Uh, I saw it a couple of times. It was that impressive when the DeLorean skids onto the stage. Right, the, you know, you can't believe yeah. you're watching something like this. There's a car on stage and, it, and it's flying <laughs> and it's driving and it's going 88 miles an hour and, and then it's disappeared. It was just the most... <laughs> incredible theatrical experience ever wow. i mean did you it was see wonderful. back to the future before you said you saw some of the previews i did saw, you yeah, see I saw it before the they made some of the changes then um i saw it before some changes and then i saw it after some changes i saw it twice and i had tickets for later in the run as well but obviously locked down yeah because um, <laughs> i hear oh. they made some changes there was a, like, a stunt where the actor playing marty gets uh, like dragged backwards at quite high speed onto a I think it was onto a chair or into something solid and they had to change it and take it out because they realized that actually what they were pulling him back into was pretty solid and they were just yanking him back at such speed that the the director went, No, we we're going to seriously damage this actor. So they had they had to take it out so it only went into the reviews. Did you did you see anything like that? Oh no no I don't think I saw that. No that might have been that might have been taken out before <laughs> they'd already crippled right, a couple of actors by that point. <laughs> uh, but um <laughs> I mean, it was for for me that I mean, um, we'll get to it later. But Back to the Future is very plays a very prolific part in my uh, in this list. You will find yeah. out very soon. Okay. Uh, so I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. So seeing that on stage with my kids, who are also huge Back to the Future fans, and and seeing the spectacle and the marvel of of, of that on stage was just incredible. Um, I loved it. But then again, you know, I'm going off on one now. I'm giving you a it's third right. one. It's all, it's all good. Um, uh, last year we went to we spent a few weeks in was it last year no, it was a year before now we spent a, a couple of weeks in new york and uh, we got tickets to watch frozen on broadway um and I've, i'm a dad of two little girls i mean you know <laughs> you sat with your two daughters in the theater and you know elsa's singing um you know i forgot what it's called oh what's that song called let it go let it go <laughs> that one um and oh, that was incredible. Just, you know, being a dad and sitting with your, your kids. Yeah. But seeing that on Broadway and the, the theatre got colder and colder and colder throughout the whole the whole production. And uh, by the end of it, you know, there was icicles hanging off everything. I don't know how they'd done it, but you were you were like in a, an ice cave by the end. It was just magic. So those are three great, you know, wonderful experiences of theatre. But I haven't told you my absolute favourite, my absolute favourite musical ever or piece of theatre. Are you ready? Yes, go on, bring it. Here we go. The Blue Man Group. Have you ever heard of the Blue Man Group? I've heard of them, yeah. So basically, it's um, a bit of an offshoot of Cirque du Soleil, and it's basically three three men with bald heads, um, a little bit like us, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, they're all painted blue, and basically they just make noise on stage and they bang drums. And they they have fluorescent light on them, and, and it's all very colourful and pretty. But they're really stupid. They eat cereal on stage, really loud and crunchy. And I'm not, I'm really not selling this very well. <laughs> but it's just one of the most bizarre and craziest theatre experiences of my life. Um, and I've, I saw that in uh, in New York as well. I mean, it was just incredible. So if you get a chance, it's on. Oh, it tours all over the world, Cirque du Soleil. Well, it hopefully will after all this nonsense. Yeah. But um, uh, Blue Man Group is the, my ultimate number one, top of the list, best theatre experience. Okay. 
hands down because it's Good. madness. So are you done with the theatre? Is that it, or do you have any... Um, I would imagine that Neil could probably listen. I, I know, I'm just going to... Another 20 minutes on the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, that, that's, that's my number one. Okay, then. I mean, Blue, Blue Man Group is less obscure than some of the previous favourite theatres. I think in the last episode it was um, The Goat. Emily's choice yeah. was The Goat. The Goat? It was just a simple play called The Goat. I mean, at least, Neil, I'd heard of yours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, right. So we'll move on from theatre, which obviously the three of us know each other because of theatre. Yeah. I mean, that is how we've all met. Um, Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, Neil, you have also appeared on television. Yes. 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 I've done quite a bit of telly as well. Uh, But I mean, as TV as a medium, what's your favourite TV shows? Well, do you know what? You've just put something on Facebook, haven't you, about ticking off different things, uh, different TV programs. If you've seen yeah. more than 10 episodes of this series, yeah. tick it off. Um, and I'll look through that and say, like, I'm such a bad TV watcher. I don't even, I haven't even heard of half of these. I was, I was, I only got like 35 out of 100 and I do watch a lot of TV. I'm like, uh, yeah, so I'll have to have a look. Yeah. Uh, uh, in all fairness, there are a lot of American shows, weren't there? In fact, they were like ninety nine percent American shows. To be honest, they had the the masked singer. Now I've seen the British version, but I was going. I don't know if they what there were ten episodes of the British version, but I've ticked it. <laughs> I saw the whole series. It's fine. <laughs> I think you know, for for me, um, it's got to be comedy. I love great written, beautifully written sitcoms and stuff, especially from when I was a kid. I don't know why. Um, um, I, I, I'm a, I'm a right sad old me, honestly. My wife will come in and say, "What have you got that on telephone?" I'll be I'll be watching UK Gold or something. It'll be Only Fools and Horses or uh, or Heidi High or something. Gold for like a reason, yeah, I was, I was about to say yeah. it's called Gold. Yeah, exactly. But um, my, my my I mean, and I'm really really fortunate to have worked on some wonderful TV programs over the years. Uh, I've just finished filming one uh, the other day, actually, which has come out in spring, and I start one next week, and then I'm doing one called Brassic in a few weeks as well. So I'm keeping busy with all bits of different telly, but but I'd love to be on a like a proper sitcom. Do you know what I mean? A yes. proper, um, you know, on a set that's there, that's the same set, like Friends, for instance, it's the same set every week, isn't it? Friends it's is my favorite. Friends is my favorite sitcom. Do you know, the, the beauty of Friends is I've seen every episode a million times and I'll we'll still sit down to have dinner and my kids will put Netflix on and we'll be friends. We'll watch Friends every dinner time. Yeah. Um, and we, we've seen every episode a million times. But, but you know, that was on when, you know, I was in my teenage years and my wife's seen every episode. I've seen every episode. Now my kids have seen every episode. And we still belly laugh at it. It's so it well done. It is always funny. It is. It's got but my, value. It got great repeat value, yeah. yeah. But my absolute favourite, are you ready? My all-time favourite yes. TV programme, I am, I do apologise, I do have two. That's oh. all right. Go, can't go choose, for it. Can't choose. My first one is about two brothers called Delboy and Rodney. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking, of course I'm talking about Only Fools and Horses. That I mean, yes. I think it's one of the greatest, well, it is, up there for me, one of the greatest British situational comedies of all time. I think it's incredible. And I've seen every episode of that a million times as well. I'm a bit sad. I can tell you when it comes on uh, within the first sort of two or three minutes, the name of the episode and everything. I'm a proper sad act. Oh, that, really that is verging into bias territory here. 
That is proper, proper <laughs> sad. But um, but then my all-time favorite, my all-time favorite TV program of all time ever. Yeah. Saying this as a butch manly man, being proper, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a hairy butch man. So my, <laughs> what would my favorite be? Would it be Robot Wars? Would it be something like Game of Thrones? No, keeping up appearances. I thought hey. you were going to say Sex in the City or something. That's all right. Yeah, keeping, up... <laughs> <laughs> keeping up appearances with Hyacinth Bouquet isn't that just... Well, it's just it's incredible. Absolutely incredible TV program, um, Keeping Up Appearances. And, and they, they didn't make too many of them. They made just enough. And uh, How many did they make? Right. Pardon? How long did it go on for? Uh, about four or five series. As, 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 series. But, but not like Ameri- American series where there's like you know, 20 odd 48 yeah. episodes a series. You know, it's that's the thing. Free. The good thing about because obviously, I mean, this podcast goes all around the world. Yeah. So, uh, American listeners, if you're not aware, uh, a series or a season for us is about six episodes, short yeah. and sweet, nice yeah. and simple. You know, we don't get bored of it, <laughs> it doesn't go on for half a year, <laughs> it's just... unless it's Coronation Street and they're on about se- uh, episode 11,000 of series one. Yes, but mind you, I mean, EastEnders is now on at season two. That had to shut down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, that I mean, but there's also other things I love. I mean, I could, I, you know, you know me, I could easily just sit down and watch a Star Trek. You know, um, yay! Woo! I, we don't I, have I really Star Trek fans here. <laughs> oh, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Every really. episode, I try to bring something back around to Star Trek. Do you not do you not like Star Trek, Liam? No, I like Star Trek. I'm just not as big a fan as Tobias. Tobias is the Star Trek man here. But no, I, I first started really enjoying Star Trek. I'll never forget it. We went on a school trip to the Science Museum in Manchester, and they had a, they had like an exhibition of Star Trek, and they'd had props and and costumes from the from the, the TV program and everything. I remember walking in and seeing the throne that Q has in the first few episodes of nice. uh well, no, it's the first episode yeah. encounter at far point you knew that didn't you liam um <laughs> <that's not laughs> one. Uh, yeah i'm such a geek and i remember looking at think this is really cool look at these guns these phases what are these i want to i want to learn more about this i must have been about i don't know 11 or 12 at the time and then it was around about the 30th anniversary of star trek as well i think this exhibition was celebrating 30 years of, of star trek and um and I think Deep Space Nine would have just been going and they were, they were just launching something called Voyager. And I was like, oh, God, I'll try these. And I was like, I can now just sit down and Netflix, let's go. Let's have any any Star Trek on, you know. I just I'd easily just jump into Star Trek. I've, I've got a moment that I may have actually spoken about in the last podcast that we did, which actually would combine two of your loves. Because, really? Yes, because I've been to two Star Trek conventions now. Oh, you see, I've never been to a convention. I went to the 50th year anniversary where it had the five captains. Wow, that's well, cool. Well, actually was. Um, but the next time we went, I uh, had my picture taken with Christopher Lloyd, who is obviously <gasps> Doc Brown, but he's also and Commander Crooge. Crooge. In, uh, uh, he's in that Search for Spock. That's Star Trek 3, Liam. Come on, yeah. keep up, mate. Keep up. He's, re- he's responsible for uh, Kirk's son's death. Is a, it's, it's a big yeah. one. Yeah. Um, Come on. But no, honestly, the thing is, I went, I queued, I went up to him, I went, it's nice to meet you, and what I got back from him was, 
<laughs> that's all it was. Just a kind of a weird grunty <laughs> growl thing. <laughs> I went, that's so Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was great. So uh, the Star Trek conventions. Yes. Then, do, do you dress up? I, I have got pictures of me in oh. the uniforms on the bridge. Uh, wow. So cool. I have to say, because everything costs money, like you, you have to pay to get in there, then you have to pay to have a photo with someone, pay to talk to them, pay to have your picture on the bridge. What I haven't done is fork out the money to have my picture on the bridge in uniform with William Shatner, because you can literally have wow. the captain there. And it's just like, also, I can tell you, William Shatner doesn't like to be touched. You can't touch William Shatner. <laughs> he won't shake your hand. Uh, also, Will Wheaton doesn't like to be touched, but that's through anxiety. <laughs> yeah because he had to apologize because as we were queuing up for will wheaton he um we were told by the bouncers don't touch him don't touch him it's a weird demand isn't yeah it? but then i people were like tweeting going he's so rude he's so rude and then he had to go i just have real fear of touching people i don't know <laughs> and it's like it's fair, 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 fair. Yeah. you don't get into acting i guess to be no. touched by random people i guess no. but i tell well, you I what is that good on the flip side i mean <laughs> I don't know, Liam. Do you know Deep Space Nine? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Neil, you haven't you're seen Deep Space Nine. No, I, I, I found out after I'd committed by, from Tobias that I am watching them in the wrong order. He jumped from Next Generation to Voyager. He missed yeah, out. I oh, didn't realise that Deep Nine was between. Yeah. But it's it, the middle, but the it's the middle is, child. <laughs> because I'm like halfway through Voyager, I don't want to stop to, to start no, Deep Nine. So I'll finish it yeah, and then no, I'll watch Deep Nine. Are you familiar with the character Jedzia Dax? No. Right. Uh, she's not. See. She's hot. She marries Wolf. Spoilers. Uh, but Terry Farrell, she does not mind touching you because she likes to do sexy poses with the men. She's like, you'll walk up and she'll be like, she'll grab you going, oh, yeah. <laughs> and all the pictures are all like quite sultry. And that's the opposite of Will, Will Wheaton. <laughs> he won't grab you. <laughs> and, and where is the next conference? Um, <laughs> well, actually, again, it's been pushed back. I think it's Birmingham next year. It's probably yeah. done like this now, isn't it? Thousands of people on Zoom. Actually, they yeah. have. They've been, they have been doing it all over Zoom. That's how they got around it this year. Yeah, it makes sense. But like Comic Con did stuff via Zoom, didn't they? Because they couldn't yeah. do actual panels. Yeah, but the it's world fun. has ground to a halt. But I, the thing about being there in real, it's like we're 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 queuing up to have our picture taken on the bridge of the Enterprise D from TNG. Yeah. And there's me and my ex girlfriend, and we're just kind of standing there, and we're waiting for uh, Marina Sirtis. Troy to turn up. Yeah. Yeah. And suddenly we were like, she's not here. There's cues. And then suddenly my ex-girlfriend so excited because she's moved out of the way by Marina Sirtis. Marina Sirtis like, excuse me, you're in the way. And she's like, Troy touched me. <laughs> <laughs> I moved out of the way by Troy. <laughs> but yeah. But, right. So we talked about Star Trek. Only Fools and Horses. You mentioned that one. And keeping up appearances. Yeah. I, I, out of all of those... My number one has to be keeping up appearances. Cool. It's a classic for a reason, isn't it? It is. I mean, if I'm Onslow, brilliant, and Richard, and it's incredible. Sorry. No, no, I was, I was just saying, I wonder if, if that's gone over the pond to America or not. Would they know keeping up appearances? I don't know. I, um, I don't know. It's very British. No, It's very British. It's very, very British. But so is in between I, us, and they tried that. Yeah, but they you normally have people have... listening in, in America. Do you have all over listening? the world. All over the world. Well, yeah, hi got... there. <laughs> I went to America. I, I did a documentary about beer in America, about craft beer dr uh, drinking and stuff a few years ago. And um, Donald Trump had just—it was her. It, Donald Trump had just become the president. Um, 
no, he just it was in it was November 2016. So he'd just been voted in, but he'd not become the president yet. Yeah. And um, you know, a, a part of the this documentary we were doing would include me getting up in these um, tap rooms and ale rooms and stuff, and uh, getting everybody sort of excited and stuff. Hey, we're filming this documentary here, you know, all this. Um, and I would say how excited I was for them that they'd. Uh, you know, they'd got Donald Trump as their president now, but I, then I went to, I went to explain to them that Trump means something very different in the UK. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and for those of you listening, huh? pardon yeah. me, that was just me trumping. <laughs> I do apologise, I trumped again. Uh, <laughs> okay, right, so for, for the next category, we're going on to books. So again, any type of book. What is your favourite all-time book? Are you a big reader? I, I've got to be honest, no, I, I'm a big audio book listener too. Okay. Um, because I, 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 you know, when you're, you're traveling to well, the theater, you? yeah, you're just sticking on in the car. Um, and this was probably my, my most difficult um, question, uh, difficult one to answer, really. Yeah. So, um, um, I had a look through all my books and thought, oh, which one do I like the most? And there's loads. And I've got lots of special books because, like I said, I've worked with lots of special people. You know, I've got a lovely. Uh, um, signed uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber autobiography and stuff that's special to me because it, they were given to me. But um, but then I was thinking, I like books that are about silly things, really silly adventures and stuff like that. I remember I was telling you I made that, that little um, adventure for myself to watch a different film every day for a year. Uh, yeah. Just a little challenge for me. Well, that came off of these books I like to read. And uh, I've, I've got them here next to me. Have you ever heard of Dave Gorman? Yes, love yes. Dave Gorman. Yeah. Big fan. So Dave Gorman's Google Whack Adventure. I'm holding hey. it up. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah. The, the story of this is basically, if you don't know about Dave Gorman, he's a British comedian. And um, a Google Whack is essentially when you put two words into Google, um, if it comes up with no um, no matches, that is a Google Whack. And his so his first one, for instance, was let's have a look. Um, unicyclist periscopes. He typed in unicyclist periscopes into Google, and there was no, um, you know, there was there was no results for it. So then he had to go and um, uh, find um, so somebody in the world that 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 um, you know that that knew about the, all these different things that he was looking for that had no. Uh, things on Google, so I love I love an adventure book like that. You know, someone thinks, "Oh, I've got an idea for an adventure." Have you ever heard of Yes Man by yeah. uh, uh, the uh, writer called Danny Wallace? Uh, Danny Wallace, there's a, a film of it with Jim Carrey. Oh, and, I do know uh, it. Yes, I do know it. Yeah, so it, so Danny Wallace wrote this book, and it was another just challenge he gave himself for six months. I'm going to say yes to every question I'm asked. <laughs> you know, I loved I loved ideas like that. And then uh, there was another Danny Wallace book. I've got it here called "Join Me," and "Join Me" basically he goes to people and asks him to join him, and they say, "Well, what for?" He says, "I don't know. Will you join me?" And he just get as many people as he can to join his cult. Um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, um, and all like, the unique type of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wrote another book called "Friends Like Me," uh, "Friends Like These." Which I've got another one here. See, I've got all these books. See, you see, I'm a big reader, I suppose. Well, I, don't. I listen to the audiobooks and then I like the books <laughs> on the shelf. But uh, Friends Like These is basically he's turning 30. This is Danny Wallace again, turning 30. And it's before this came out before we had this thing called social media. Ooh. And he has to track down 
um, his his friends from his um, school photo and find out what they're doing in the world. So basically, I like that book because it's like takes you back in time to before, you know, before there was a social media and you could just, you know, Google anybody, you know. So that's nice. Um, But probably my favourite. There we go. So I like these challenge books. Challenge books. Somebody set themselves a really cool challenge. But my favourite. Well, my my favourite is a Dave Gorman book. Good. But it's not Google Whack. Okay. It's this one. Are you Dave Gorman? Where basically he's gone online and he's found as many people in the world called Dave Gorman that he can, and he's gone and met every single one of them. And he's just documented it in a book. It sounds really boring, but it's hilarious. And I love things that I, I love yeah. things that people who go, you know, I'm going to set myself a challenge. I'm going to do that. Because I always think when I when I listen to these books, and I mean read them, because I never listen to them, <laughs> um, think I'm going to set myself a challenge. I'm going to do something amazing like that, and I never do. So when I listen to people who've done these stupid, silly things, I think that's great. I just you know I, I lap it up. I think it's brilliant. So my favourite book has to be Dave Gorman, uh, and it's Are You Dave Gorman? There you go. Boom. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, and the Bible and the works of Shakespeare. Right. Liam's gone silent again. I think he's going off, but we will just continue on the whole uh, Are You Dave Gorman thing. Yeah. Do you remember many years when you worked at the theatre? Um, mm-hmm. You had a little fan after one of the pantomimes come up, and he had the same spelt Neil Hurst as you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because they wanted you to sign the programme, and you kind of signed this whole thing about you apologised for taking all the decent email usernames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just everything. Um, I once looked up someone, another Tobias Nichols. Yeah. That didn't go well. That didn't go nice. I, I Facebooked him. I was like, hi, we've got, we've got the same name. Uh, he said some very nasty things. He, really? He was not, yeah, he was not nice. And now um, I, I've kept track of him in that... If you Google Tobias Nichols, it is me. I'm the one who comes up. But halfway down the page, there's a Tobias Nichols who's in prison for domestic abuse. That is not me. Wow. That is, that's evil Tobias Well, Nichols. you say that's not you, but it does look very dark and dingy behind you. <laughs> I live alone for a reason. <laughs> but, no. but no, that was kind of, it is, it's a good one. Good. But yeah, I I often get that, you know. I, I, well, I was a bit late to Instagram, and yeah. I couldn't get Neil Hurst. I, I had to get Neil Hurst actor, oh. um, because I'm well. That, does, that I, doesn't I, hurt. I'm, that does. <laughs> well, I am an actor, so it yeah. doesn't open hurt. But um, it really frustrates me because the person who has Neil Hurst on Instagram has done nothing with it. There's no. Like, I could have that name. I would use that name. Well, I would use that. I'd, I'd use that really well. Yeah. You know, give it me back, please. Yeah, but I'm, you know my line of work. You know, um, your name's everything, really, isn't it? Well, you, you know, as an actor, you know, when you, yeah. when you get your equity card, you want to make sure that every that you're the only Neil Hurst in equity because you don't want to do a TV job and then your residual payments go to another Neil Hurst. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever? Because obviously, when you apply for equity, you have to put other suggestions, don't you, for your name? Yeah. Yeah. Did you come up with anything like wacky or was it all kind of... Oh, no, I don't think so. I think I just put my name down and it just came straight up. Are you in equity? I'm, I, I didn't renew. I didn't renew. But oh. I was. I was. I was. And you I got to get your diary this year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that I kind of... It, you know, it's like, it's it's money, isn't it? It just keeps 
it just keeps rolling around. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but it is that thing of the first time I applied, I did come up with like alternative names, kind of going, I'm going to be the only Tobias Nichols. I am going to be the only Tobias Nichols, but just in case, <laughs> I'm going to use something with an A. So if I'm ever in anything which is cast alphabetical, I'll be high in the list. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the billing. Yeah. So what, what, can you remember what names they were? Uh, one of them. Right, this this has got a backstory, and because it it comes out of nowhere, Justin Acres, right? Justin Acres. Yes, and that's because many right back when the internet wasn't like my parents wouldn't have the internet; they were scared of it. So I had to use to go to the local library to log on. Right. And, yeah. And I started an internet rumor about a, a young actor called Tobias Nichols, but I obviously couldn't do that as Tobias Nichols, so I made another name. I just made up Justin Acres. <laughs> uh and i kind of set up these little rumors because at the time uh <laughs> i i said that uh tobias nichols had been cast in the spin-off of buffy the vampire slayer about Rupert giles <laughs> <laughs> and it got to, it, it it kind of took off and there's like a german site which discusses who is tobias nichols why has he oh, been cast in this? <laughs> but there yeah, so when applying for equity I, I use that name. It's like, well, I've used it before. It might come through. But luckily, Tobias Nichols was it. So there you go. Liam's Liam back. back. Can't hear him, but he's back. No, no, he's silent, which is very good for an audio thing. I know. I, I know what, what word he said then, though. Yeah, it's good to be good <laughs> to hear that, listeners. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, we can oh, hear you. Here I he is. I don't know why that does that. There's no tick um, box that says it should do it if I'm mute it. That's annoying. Yeah. But now you're uh, back. Yeah. Let's just ask Neil. Are you a gamer? Are you into video games at all? I've got to be honest with you. No, not Good. really. Good. But, you're my you're uh, my kind of guest. <laughs> oh, I've got to be honest with you. So my daughter, my daughter is a is a she's she's a gamer, and um, throughout lockdown, she said, "Oh, Dad, try this. We played Zelda, The Legend of Zelda, yeah. Breath of the Wild." Well, I, I was obsessed. I, I, I was absolutely obsessed with it. I couldn't, I couldn't stop playing it. Um, it like took up like three weeks of my life, and I was like, no, I need to step away. She, and she's like, oh, now we can play Fortnite. We can do this. I'm like, no, no, I've done enough. I need to step away. But, Breath of the um, Wild is on the Switch, isn't it? It was on the Switch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've not played it. I do not have a Switch, but I'm a huge Zelda fan generally. It, it was such a good game, and I. I I'd be go to I'd go to bed at night thinking about it. <laughs> Honestly. But I mean I, I used to play video games when I was younger. Um and I, you know, I've got a few favourite games. My my uh, I used to I used to like a game called Monkey Island. Now do you remember Monkey Island? Yeah. Yeah. Lucas films did it. Lucas Arts. They they've they've made some some films, I believe, Lucas films. Anyway, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but for me, their their greatest greatest ever success has to be the Monkey Island games. They were about a pirate called Guybrush Threepwood or Threepwood or something, looking for a, yeah. a um a uh, looking for a, this governess had been stolen by a pirate ghost called LeChuck. <laughs> it was known that, for its like humor, wasn't it? Because it was yeah, quite really funny game humor. Yeah, and you'd have to go press on stuff, but I'm talking like it's 1990, it's 1991, it's the beginning of... Uh... Yeah, it's a click-and-follow adventure. I think yeah, I really, really like that. It's, it's then... the kind of genres like the old Broken Sword games, it's that kind of feel. 
yeah, you've got to um, action adventure, but you, you, with a bit of but use use a bit of brain power as well, and you know, you to talk to this talk to this man, and he will tell you how to get out to play. You know that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I, I used to love them. I used to love them games, and then. Um, Obviously, I was telling you, I played Zelda. I played. I had to go Tomb Raider. Um, that was good, but mainly because we were watching Lara Croft's bottom running around the screen, so that <laughs> always it's helps. The only, only reason to play those games. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was thinking about it. I've got I, I, I've got two favorite video games of all time. I'm sorry, I can't narrow it down to one. Yeah. So so one. My first one is a game called Hunter. Now Hunter, right? came out when it was about 1991 and i had an amiga commodore amiga 500 plus i had spectrum no i didn't i I had uh amstrad 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 we had to play it with your left right up and down buttons yeah and it's called hunter and basically it was about 1990 1991 and it's the most most rubbish computer graphics you've ever seen but it was 3d and it was the first sort of <laughs> open world thing i'd ever seen yeah and you could just like it was rubbish it was like watching minecraft figures but <laughs> but back then you know when that was the height of sophistication so i used to like hunter but probably uh, yeah is it up there yeah oh no this one beats it no this one beats it nintendo 64 golden eye golden eye classic an absolute it's classic. Great game. And uh, yeah, played that when I was a kid. But that was another one that everywhere I'd walk, I'd be like, when I'm not playing the game, I'd be looking out for like cameras that I have to shoot. Because <laughs> uh, that's what you had to do in game. And it sort of came into my real life. And I was like, cut opening doors really slowly because there might be a baddie behind it. I think you get out of my head. So yeah, I'm not a big gamer at all. I don't really play computer games, but. Um, there are a few that hold a special place in my heart. No, that makes sense. I mean, Goldeneye for the Nintendo 64 is, it's got its own like cult following even now. Really? Uh, Oh, the the Nintendo 64 is even now considered one of the like all time best consoles just because when it was the first one to really do proper 3D games. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of like Mario 64 was the first Mario game to go into 3d and it was like i had that i had huge. that well i had it and i've literally two days ago hooked up my nintendo 64 upstairs in my bedroom for my three-year-old to and i introduced her to mario 64 that's cool on the, and i've got i've got two copies of golden because someone gave me a copy of this as well and it's still a great game the controllers are a little bit clunky now but great game yeah yeah yeah, and I could that. easily play that again. Easily play that again. But as like I said, I don't really, I don't have time to play computer games. I'm always worried because Liam is a gamer, I'm and a he kid. always wants to talk about games. But I, I'm not, I'm not there. Yes. Uh, but I mean, I, my, I've got a Xbox 360, but I didn't go over to like any of the new stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But the, it, I keep going whenever we talk about games. There's a Star Trek game that I really want to play, but it's the VR where you're on the bridge and you literally oh, look yes. around and you're on the bridge. Yeah, but it's like, could I really buy PlayStation Four, the VR set, just for that one game? <laughs> that's the thing is, you, you'd be looking, out. you'd be looking at a lot because, like, the com, the PS4. Even now, even though they just released the PS5, the PlayStation Four is still going to cost you two hundred quid, two hundred fifty yeah. quid, and then well, the VR headset's two hundred quid again. 
And that's just because I want one game. Yeah. One game. <laughs> would you get 400 and odd pounds worth of, of, of love and excitement out of it? I think well, you would. I, yeah, I probably would. I th- you think we've seen little of him well, during lockdown. <laughs> that's what would happen if he had a VR headset with, with Star Trek on it. He just wouldn't hear me at all. Well, I, get quite, I get quite poorly with them VR headsets on. I get oh. that motion sickness from them. <laughs> And uh, I took my kids to like a VR gaming place a few, well, a few months ago now, before lockdown. And um, we were, I said, oh, go on, I'll have a go on this. And it was a zombie game. And I put this headset on and I had a gun in my hand and I'm walking around and I could hear zombies breathing behind me. I was terrified. It was so <laughs> realistic. I, 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 and then I, I had to take it off and I just felt sick. Honestly, it just didn't do me good at all. What's that Star Trek game called? I'm, I'm going to look for that. Do you know? Is it it's called Bridge called, Commander? It, I think it's called Deck Crew, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. There was uh, another game called Bridge Commander. But... Have you seen any of the Star Trek Lower Decks? No. Have you? Yeah. How have you seen? That's illegal, Neil. That's yeah. not out in the UK yet. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I may have... I may have uh, um, I, well, I, I don't want to incriminate Nord myself. VPN. You work yes. in the business, Neil. <laughs> well, I, I really wanted to see it. It's very so good. Do I? Very <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit like Family Guy, but with Star Trek. I have actually heard quite a lot of good stuff. There was a lot yes. of fandom who didn't want to like it because they thought it's a silly cartoon. They've said, actually, it's really quite good. It is a silly cartoon, but it, it has all the Star Trek elements of it that you want. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the the nods and Easter eggs and references and stuff. It's good. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. Sorry, I'm sorry, Liam. <laughs> Liam switched off again. We're talking about Star Trek. I like Star Trek. I'm fine oh, with Star Trek. Yeah. I just haven't um, seen as much as Tobias and apparently you. <laughs> I I know right to this point in time, I've seen every single bit of Star Trek ever released because I've just watched the first episode of season three Discovery. So I'm so, I'm banged to I, date. I tried to talk about it in my Star Trek, not in my Star Trek live, in my TikTok live, but I had people who hadn't seen it yet, so I didn't want spoilers. And I'm like, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> I also haven't watched it yet. I will, to be honest, I might watch it. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Very good. I like, I like it's Discovery. Good. It's a good mm. setup for the new series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Even though it's only a two-hander, it's only Burnham and the new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Okay, oh, thank you. Right, so the final category we're going to move on to for us would be one of the biggest ones, but I don't know. Where are you with films? Are you a big film watcher? And yeah, yeah, huge film watcher. I, um, I, I during lockdown, I've done something really quite boring. Um, I've catalogued every film I've ever seen. Now you say boring, boring. you are are preaching to the right choir. (laughs) Is a spreadsheets man. I have a spreadsheet on everything. (laughs) Well, I don't have a spreadsheet. There's a website called Letterbox. Have you seen that? No, because I've got my spreadsheets. It's called. (laughs) It's called Letter. You spell it Letter. Obviously, L E T T E R B O X D dot com. Boxed like that. And basically, you can, it's like a tick list, and you tick every film that you've ever seen on it. So I'm up to about two and a half thousand films I've seen in my life. I think I need to do this. But the question is, Neil, do you have a list or a spreadsheet about every film you've ever watched in the cinema, with every person you've ever watched in the cinema, the dates you saw them, how many times you've seen a film with each individual person, and have you then rated them? What rated the film? Are the people you watch? Probably with? both. <laughs> Probably both. Because yeah. Tobias might have. I I have to be honest. No, 
<laughs> um, I keep a diary of the films. I've kept a diary of every film I've seen since the beginning of last year because, like I said, I was doing this thing where I was trying to watch 100 films. So I could tell you on any day what, what film I was watching. I'm just on my, on my thing there. On, uh, yes, well, I'm just, uh, let's have a look here very quickly. On January the 31st, um, uh, 2019, I watched Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Okay. okay. What did you watch you this go. day last year? Me? This day oh, last no. year? This day last year, what day is it now? It's the 17th no of October. Again, it feels like we've had that about 25 <laughs> times. <laughs> Let me just find it. I'm just scrolling back. 17th of October. That's August. Let's have a look. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll just be a bit boring for a second. No, we, we talk about spreadsheets quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, it's really, well, no, this is all on that letterboxd.com. It, so here we go. 17th of um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, modern one. And then and tomorrow, a, a year ago tomorrow, <laughs> which absolutely fabulous the movie. Uh, okay. Those were now, two contrasting films there. So when you came to watching a film every day, did, how did you decide what you were going to watch? Was it just a random film or did you have like a plan, a strategy? My plan was to watch a film I've never seen every day. Okay. Um, but that that went out the window. I, I, I reckon I saw 80% new films and 20% um, films I've seen before, um, but yeah, get on that letterbox, uh, email me about it, and I'll, you can be my friend on it. It's, it's like a social media kind of thing. It's a bit sad, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, I make sort of uh, lists of things. Oh, I want to see that film, so I like you know, like a Netflix, you add it to your list or something yeah. of stuff you want to do. Well, I have the same on there, and I can catch up with all the stuff of, on there. But so, so films for me is just everything. I love it. I'd love to be in a movie. I've got a friend who's working on the Eternals at the minute, the Marvel one in uh, in uh, in Leaves them, and they're, they're they're always they're always putting on just arrive for work. He's a he's a line producer on it, a really nice guy, and um, just arrive for work. And I'm like, oh, I want to be in that film. I, I was really say, want... how come you haven't done that yet, Neil? Come on, because you... I'm <laughs> they don't want to. Little fat Yorkshire lad. Go, well, now, do uh, what they Captain... all do say if they cast you you'll go on the superhero diet <laughs> you'll yeah, end I, up I with that six that. pack there's no way I could do that the superhero diet <laughs> um, so yeah films are a huge part of my life I'm a massive massive film nut um, yeah I've even kept my Cineworld card on during this pandemic see that's how really? much yeah, yeah. see I haven't cancelled it just on the hope I can go and watch something <laughs> So I've got right. hundreds of favourite films, but I have got, I've got four favourite films. Four, all right. I can't bring, choose, I can't choose between. Bring them, bring them. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tease you. I'm, see, see, I'm gonna bring you one of my my pop vinyls here. Okay. Nice. So you can see that is for the listeners at home. That is, that's Doc. It's Doc Brown. Doc Brown from Back to the Future. One of, oh, Liam's gone. Liam's Is it gone. I said? He doesn't no. like Back to the Future. He, he does. Oh, he's I, back. Actually, I, I, I don't back. know if he does. Hello? Oh, he's, ah. got, he's got a Doc Pop vinyl. <laughs> I'm not, I want that one next. So I've got, I've got um, my Doc Pop vinyl. I've got um, a Marty McFly Pop vinyl. And I've got my Biff one as well. And I got a Hulk Hogan one as well. I like me wrestling as well. 
As we Hulk Hogan. Um, but yeah, Back to the Future. So my three favorite films are Back to the Future. Yeah. Sorry, four favorite films. Back to the Future. Back to the Future 2. <laughs> and Back to the Future 3. Th- th- those are three of my top four best films of all time ever. I-, I absolutely love the Back to the Future films more than life itself. Okay. I, don't I will think... watch them. I, I don't will think watch we should tell back... your family that, though. <laughs> more than life. It's more a choice. Than... Well, I don't know. You see, depends which... if they're nice to me or not. No, no, obviously. <laughs> you know, I've been daft. But yeah, the Back to the Future films, just, I'm, I just love them. I just love every single frame of them. So yeah, they're my th- three of my four. But my fourth, my top, probably is up there with these. Is a, a very old film, 1959. This was made. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, Tony Curtis, and Jack Lemmon. Any ideas what that could be? Uh, is it something like it hot? It certainly is. Some yeah. like it hot. So I don't know if you've ever seen some like it hot. I haven't. Based... I haven't seen it. I just know. Oh, know what, it what I have it's... seen it, but not for a long time. It is just the most perfect comedy film ever made basically it's two um two musicians witness the st valentine's day massacre and uh to sounds escape... hilarious sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious in order to uh escape being gunned down by the people who they've seen massacre loads of people they have to join an all-girl band and travel across america with this all-girl band so they have to drag up basically and uh marilyn monroe is one of the um uh one of the people in the band and they've they, uh the Tony Curtis part falls in love with uh, falls in love with her, but she doesn't know that he's not really a woman and all that. It is just ah, oh, Billy Wilder, brilliant. That one of the greatest. No, it's the it's the greatest, brilliant comedy film. Some like it art, but it's in black and white. But never mind. It's 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 good. It's good. Love it. Love it. Film. Good. Okay. Right. There you go. You see. You, you think I'd say something stupid, didn't you? Like, like um, I don't know. The Water Boy, or I've Cable never seen Guy. That either. I've never seen that either. Water Boy. Wow. <laughs> okay, so that's so three Back to the Futures, obviously. Yeah, and I can't. I honestly could not tell you my favorite out of them for they are, I I hold them in such high regard. What is it about the Back to the Future films that really get you then? Just the storytelling. I love the idea of time travel. I love the idea of, I love the idea that they, you know, they, they went to the year twenty fifteen and it's nothing like our twenty fifteen was. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I, I, for me, it was one of the first times that I saw on film a future that didn't look grey and boring and anything. That looks... that is true. They always tend to go a bit apocalyptic, don't they? Really? Yeah. 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 I remember Back to the Future 2 and looking at it and going, wow, it's so colourful. And look at the flying cars. Can't wait till we have that in the year 2015. I'm still waiting. <laughs> it's 2020. We can't even get track and trace. We'll never get a blooming hoverboard. The interesting thing, though, and I'm going to bring it back so that they're going to hate it. Same thing about Star Trek. It shows a positive future. It shows can a we, positive can future. Can we stop hating that Liam hates Star Trek? Liam does you not do. hate Star Trek. Every Star Trek fan will hate you, Liam. <laughs> I love Star Trek. My favourite character is Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, don't you do! Don't you do those jokes? Don't you dare! <laughs> I've only just said. Uh, well, funny you should mention that. Um, my wife has dug her heels in for years that she will not watch Star Wars because they're old films. So the other day I said, "Look, right, let's sit down, let's watch 
the new Star Wars films, you know, Force Awakens, Last yeah. Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. And she loved them. So now, now I'm trying to get her to watch the originals, but we've still got to go through the Phantom Menace, uh, you know, the, the early ones. Yeah. So I've got to, I've got to endure those now, but um, I'm getting there slowly, but surely we're getting there. Well, uh, baby steps, baby Yoda steps, baby, baby Yoda, Yoda steps. That's the way. Yes. <laughs> Have you watched the Mandalorian yet then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, we've like, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's New series. soon, yeah. Doesn't it? I, I've I've just updated all my all my um, studio in here, so um, I've got what, a new wide monitor. This is a brand new. I bought just for this a webcam. <laughs> I, didn't have a webcam. I, mean, my, I hope, I hope we're not getting the invoice. <laughs> no, you're right. It was it was it was nine ninety nine. Um, <laughs> I've got I've bought myself a Mac Mini. I've got this this me uh, microphone on its on its thing here. So. Uh, but the only problem is I didn't buy any speakers because I thought there'd be speakers in the screen for some reason, and there wasn't. So I'm having to run the speakers through my um, um, A L E X A. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Another <laughs> voice here. She who should yeah. not be named. Yeah. So she'll be tackling. It'll be like a fourth guest. It will be. Like yeah. A fourth exactly. guest. <laughs> and the thing is, then mine will probably chip in as well, like it does on our lives. It does sometimes. Yeah. It's because we do it at the same time every Thursday night, and apparently there's a, a reminder set for like quarter past twelve saying pick your daughter up from school. I'm like, what now? Why are you set for now? <laughs> every time, and I've, I, I keep forgetting to delete it. Yeah, as entertainment because we will just be talking on the live, and then suddenly yeah. there's this female voice that. from beyond yeah. going, "That's not Amanda. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not Amanda. She's been asleep for at least four hours by that point." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've gone through. So we've gone through theatre, TV, uh, books, video games, films. Is there anything of note on any of those that you you think should get like on an honorary mention on theatre, TV, book, video game, film? Well, you haven't done sport. I mean, looking at you two, you know, I would expect you to be, you know. Um, well, you know, we, we have to cut. The, we have to sport cut the sports section out because we just talk too much. <laughs> yeah, it's all, all the right, podcast okay. would be about. Well, I'm looking at you both ripped as you both. <laughs> yeah. Are. Um, that uh, I would expect to, the, the, to be around and that. I, I, to be honest, I'm not really into sport myself. Funnily enough, you would never get from my physique. <laughs> but um, I like watching wrestling. I do. I, I do like watching wrestling. Um, but uh, yeah, that's about it. But no. But in regards to all that, I, I think the, probably the, the 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 geeky kind of stuff. Really, you know, the Marvel films. The yeah. uh, so just something you can sit down and you just switch on and watch. You know. Theatre holds a big place in my my heart, but um, um, it's not the be all and end all for me. You know, I, I like working on, I like that, I like the, I like being on stage and being part of productions. Obviously, you yeah. know, it's it's why it's why I do what I do. But um, if if lockdown has taught me anything, it's taught me that um, you know, there's there's other work out there in film and television as well, and commercials and what have you. So so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just lucky to. to be able to do what I, I do and people pay me to do it. <laughs> they must <Yeah>. be mad. <laughs> right, well that's all of the main topics. Um yes. Now we have a running joke here on the Manic that we are terrible at ending a podcast. Yeah. It's, it's they're generally pretty messy to end, but that's fine. That's how we roll nowadays. Why do you, why don't you finish with a song? Well I can't well, sing. Luckily so... <laughs> we've got we, we also have someone in who's a singer. It's also you, Neil. <laughs> ah Fly me to the moon and let me. Da, 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 da. For copyright <laughs> reasons, that's all we'll play. 
<laughs> well, firstly, I'd like to say thank you for coming on. Yeah, oh, you. no, you're more than welcome. There's nothing else I'd much rather be doing on this Saturday evening. Um, Does that mean you'll come back? Yeah, we've made yeah I'm, I'm, always, I'm always back. I can't change my favourite things. No, That's no, right. I forgot to mention raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. They are a few of your favourite things. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few yeah. of them. Yeah. Just a few of them. Are you not a fan of uh, copper kettles? No, you see, all I want is a proper copper kettle made in a... Oh, I've done it wrong. All I, want proper... <laughs> all I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper copper coffee pot. There you go, sorry. I mean, you did it better than either of us would have, so it's fine. Sorry. We struggle to say normal words slowly. We do. Well, you <laughs> have to do that, right? Podcast. You do, like, uh, like warm-ups and stuff, like, you know, like you're doing a musical or a pantomime, they get you on stage to do warm-up first. That's one we always do. All I want is a proper cup of coffee made in a proper copper coffee pot. I may be off my dot, but I'm... Oh, I can't even do it now. I can't do it. I'm giving up. Lockdown. Yeah, lockdown. We'll just blame lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. But no, it's been it's been really lovely. Well, it's just been lovely to see your happy, smiling, cheerful faces. It's it's lovely to see you both. We're only so happy um, because we've got see you all four here. of you: Liam, Tobias, Worf, and Amy Pond. Um, <laughs> Worf's not looking too happy. He's he not never a fan does. of podcasts. He's a, nah. he's a bit of a grump. To be he's honest. he's yeah. more of a visual podcast kind of man. He's a YouTube guy. <laughs> What do you think, right? Okay, what do you think of the new looking Klingons in Discovery? Right, I've got two things here. Liam's oh, like, right, okay, right. Go on, I Liam. have no issue with Star Trek. Right. One, I don't like them. They look hideous. Good, good, good. That's correct. But I realised that the reason they did it, spoilers, anyone who's not seen Discovery, they made all that makeup so they could do the twist with Tyler being Vok. Yes. Because yeah. if they'd if they'd done it just like Worf. You would have known from the first episode <laughs> that that was that actor. It would have been well, a yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. But no, it does. They look atrocious. They do look atrocious. And you'll notice they've done their best to try to soften them ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are rumours, amongst the many rumours, that Worf might appear in Picard, the next series of Picard. Oh. And the question is... Will what Worf, will his forehead look like? Yeah, will he still look like the Worf we know? Or will he have to change to look like all these weirdos that we've now had to watch? Now, see, if this was a normal episode, the title would now be What Will Worf's head, Forehead Look Like? It's a great question, and it's an answer that we all just want to know. That, no, really, isn't it? <laughs> now, if people want to look you up, where can they find you, Neil? Um... Look for my number in bus shelters. <laughs> uh, the back of toilet store doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're looking for a good time, call. <laughs> I have a story about this, but it has well, to be. Well, you can find me. Uh... <laughs> well, if you're interested in knowing about me, my name is Neil Hurst. I'm on Twitter at Neil Hurst, and as we we said earlier, at Neil Hurst Actor on Instagram. I don't. I, I need to get with TikTok. I need to. Uh, I need to, to enter that world, so I'm not on anything like that. But you can find me at Neil Hurst on, on um, Twitter and at Neil Hurst Actor on Instagram. I'm trying to get to grips with Instagram. I kind of like, I quite like Instagram. I like it. So, um, so yeah. Or you can visit my website, neilhurst.com. And I will put a link to those down below in the description. And if you want to get hold of us and look, see what we're up to, you can get us on Twitter at the Manic with two N's. Very, very important. It's very important. Two ends. Otherwise, you're spelling manic the proper way. Yeah, I know. So, so <laughs> why, 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 why have you called it the manic? Oh, well, Neil. Oh, Neil. well, Neil, Neil, Neil. Come on. Well, the thing is, my surname is Mandy. 
And my oh, name is yes. Nichols. <laughs> so oh, we've, 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 we've shipped ourselves, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it makes so much sense now. The man we, Nick. We've yeah. basically turned ourselves into a celebrity couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. You're the new Brangelina. Oh, and I can lie though. Oh, you're you're Brad. It's fine. I'll be Angelina. You've got the boobs right. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> and proud. The thing is, when we went through the name, look at coming up with the name. There was genuinely a eureka moment when we went, oh, "Why don't we just put our names together?" <laughs> it really was. It actually is like it's almost a word. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it just looks like we're spelling badly, which is pretty in my repertoire anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I spell it wrong, and by spelling it right most of the time, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter as well as Instagram and Tumblr. Tobias, have we done anything on Tumblr lately? No, but something Star Trek is coming out very soon. What's what's Tumblr? Tumblr is a blog. Oh, a oh I've heard blog blogging. site. And we yeah. generally do movie reviews, news updates, and just generally a entertainment update, really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, right. That's cool. That uh, very... Do we have any other platforms of relevance, Tobias? Um, <laughs> we have a manic TikTok. Yeah, because we're on there as well. Yeah, we are. Two ends still, but it's a TikTok. There's only one video, and it's very cheesy, but it's us together. <laughs> it is together, reunited at last. Well, I said it is. <laughs> yeah, we weren't actually in the same room. You can no, tell by very different lightings. You can tell by the fact that Worf's in it, to be fair. <laughs> so it's you, me, and Worf. Yeah. <laughs> the, the third host of the Manic Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I think it's time to say goodbye. So say goodbye, boys. Bye. See you later. Thanks for having us. Goodbye. We'd like to thank Neil one more time for coming onto the podcast. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. And most importantly, stay manic. Bye.